everyone, and welcome back to another week of Selective Hearing. I am your host, Julie DeMar, and I have a very special guest. Today, we are going to talk about what it means to be a coach and coaching in Christianity. Before we get started, I would love to introduce Miss Sabrina and allow you the opportunity to tell us about you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Sabrina, like you said, and I am 26. I've been through a lot of life in my short <laughs> lifespan. A little bit about me. I have seven or six siblings. I'm one of seven. Super fun. But I'm also a life coach, a three times published author, and an actress. Life is busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's really dope. I used to be an actress back in the day. I'm a little older. I'm uh, 38. But <laughs> when I was in my... <laughs> It's, I say it like, oh, but you know, um, when I was in my early 20s, I, I used to act a lot and it was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So that's really, that's dope. How did you become a coach? And in becoming a coach, how did you manage to combine your faith? with your coaching career? Yeah, what was really cool is I had never really thought about coaching. It had not been on my radar. Um, and I was actually in Alaska with my sister. Something popped up on my um, Instagram from Terry Savelle Foy, a big time pastor. And it said, hey, if you're interested in like speaking, you know, doing all of these, telling your testimony, doing all of this stuff. And that's something that I had big on my heart to share was my um, journey through conquering cancer. And so I was like, oh, and so I looked into this program and it was actually a faith-based coaching program, which was really cool because it centered on the word of God, but also brought in all the coaching aspects as well. So it taught us how to you know, use the word and everything in the basis around why we were covenant coaches is what we're called. So yeah, it's kind of cool. And I mean, we coach anybody like we, we can specialize in Christian coaching, but it's really cool to see how lives have changed even when they're not saved through the coaching because we, you know, pray before we do things that other coaches may not to make these sessions more powerful. And we give them to God and ask him to just guide the session. And then it's just so much more powerful because it's not us doing it. It's God. It's a balance because you have to also have to not push it on people like because we're like oh man we know all this word we know all of this but we have to meet them where they are which is a very good like practice for us as well um, but I have heard testimonies of other coaches coaching non-christians and by the time they finished their sessions they wanted to get saved so it's it's a really cool integration together so I'm gonna tell you why I thought that it would be super dope to have you on this show well a lot of people don't know is that my life coach is actually also a faith-based life coach and she specializes in coaching Christian women so she ties a lot of what we do the workshops and things like that that we're we're using and, and tools that she's providing are all based on not only what she learned as a coach and her experience but also you know our based in the word of God. A lot of, I've, I've experienced other coaches and things like that. That's just where that works for me. That's, mm -hmm. that's where I'm most comfortable. But why I wanted to have you on and talk about this is because a lot of just, and this is me speaking from my own experience, a lot of my peers and a lot of other people that I've been around in my life don't feel like it's necessary 
to have a coach or even a therapist in their life. A lot of Christians have adapted almost just again from my experience the pray it away mentality yes and we all know that faith without work (laughs) (laughs) so i wanted to bring awareness to this and shine light on women like yourself who provide an opportunity and tools and resources not only for you to adapt skills to help you in any area of your life whatever you're you're you need coaching with or even there are people who may be afraid of therapy and your coach can encourage you to go down the path of coaching and help you even adapt a mindset that will help you find a therapist that fits you as well depending on your needs and 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 what you're seeking but i think that again having you here is amazing because because it lets people know that it's okay for you to have a coach and it is also okay for you to remain steadfast in your beliefs and in your faith. So thank you for being here today and having this conversation because you do not hear this. These are no. not these are not conversations that are that take place often. After saying all of that, what could you lead in? Because I want to open this with something inspiring right away. Leading this conversation, what inspiring advice would you offer the listeners today? I'd say in the realm of like coaching and therapy and all of that is don't be afraid to do all that. Like, I know that sounds so simple, but like, don't be afraid to take that step. Don't think that you're weak because you think, oh, I need to go talk to somebody. That is something that I had to overcome. Like, I super big. Um, but after everything I've been through in the last three years, I finally realized, like, that's a strength to walk into a therapist's office or strength to walk, you know, get a coach. It's not a weakness. You're not out of faith. You just need a little help. And so that probably my biggest thing is don't look at it as, oh, I'm so weak. I got to go do. No, you are strong to realize that you need a little extra help and you're going to go get it. I I agree. Have the courage to take that step and hold on not only to that that piece of courage, but hold on to your faith when entering into this phase of your life, because mm-hmm. that's that's important. It will help guide you through and, yes. and get you through the process. There, there's a thing I saw, I don't know, like it was maybe a year or two ago, I saw like I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw someone that was wearing a hat and it was like, it said God plus therapy on it. And I was like, that's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, yes, cause I come from like an old school way of thinking and like everybody is like, just give it to God. Yes, yes. Like all your troubles, all your worries, all of your, your depression, your stress, your everything that you're going through, just give it to God. Yes. However, (laughs) you also may require some additional tools, resources, Mm -hmm. and help in addition to you praying. Pray for it to be led in the right direction to those tools, resources, and help so that you can establish something in your life that's going to work and benefit you in leading a life that is that you were meant to have i talk about purpose a lot on this show and i talk about um calls to service and i always like to remind my listeners that regardless it doesn't matter what your faith is it doesn't matter you know where you are in life like i i'm very honest and rooted in who i am and comfortable with who i am and where i stand but By any means, I'm not telling anybody else what to do. With that being said, I truly feel like we were all called 
to service when we were placed on this earth. So we all have a purpose and we all have somewhere that we're supposed to go before it's over. And if you have certain things holding you back from that, it's very important that you find yourself and you find that whatever it is, you you find the reason why you're not pursuing it. And then in addition to finding the reason why you're not pursuing it, you find a way to come out of that and pursue it because we're all meant to do something big. And yes. like big doesn't necessarily mean like celebrity or influencer mm -hmm. or something like that. Like that service can be to your community, to your family, to your neighbor, you know, but we are all placed here to do something that is bigger and outside of ourselves. Yes. And so when I tell people to find their purpose, when I tell people to find that thing that they're meant to do, that thing, you will know when you're in it because you'll feel it. You'll know like I'm supposed to be doing this. You'll feel good while you're doing it. You will continue to do it. If you don't have that feeling or if you don't know that, like I always encourage people to find that because it's the most rewarding and fulfilling thing that you can experience in this life. So can you <laughs> kind of <laughs> explain to the audience, because I know I just gave you guys an earful, can you explain to the audience um, kind of the difference between being a coach? Because people also don't know. Um, there is a difference between coaches and therapists. Some are yeah. one and the same, but there there is a difference. So can you explain to the audience what the difference is and the benefits of each? Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest differences is as a life coach, we guide you to find the answer yourself. Um, we ask powerful questions. I ask you deeper questions to get you really thinking and to find the root cause of the issue at hand, the thing you want to overcome. Um, and then I help you find the solution yourself. I don't give you all the answers right up front um, because things are more powerful. Things work better when you have the gung-ho-ness, I guess, to um, do it yourself because if it's an idea you came up with you're more likely to follow through with it than if I just say hey you should drink more water if you come to the conclusion that hey I should drink more water it's going to be a more powerful movement on your part and one thing I do know that is also different is we find the root cause but we don't dwell there with therapy I know that sometimes they go back and will like really focus hardcore on your childhood traumas your, and we touch base on that because we want to find where the root cause is if you're having an issue now that it is because of something ha happened with your dad you know 20 years ago we want to realize that and see where it came from but then we move forward faster to help you get to your conclusion of where you want to be so I think those would be the main differences um with life coaching versus therapy you know i always share pieces of me with everyone every single week that is one thing i i like to encourage by just sharing my experiences with the audience i have been through both mm -hmm. and 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 both are both have offered me resources and tools, different resources and tools, but they both offered me certain a certain um, set of skills when I walked away. I found, for, my, for me, I found that coaching is something that is better for me. It works for me because it, like you said, it helped, you have to come to terms with yourself. I, I feel like there's a lot more 
it's a lot more accountability driven Mm -hmm. yes um i have to look in the mirror and i have to say this is on absolutely nobody else but me the person that's looking back at me is the person that's going to be responsible for all of this and no matter how ugly or hard that may be that's where you stand you stand there with yourself and you say hey okay this is what's going on this is where I am right now this is where I hope to be and you start living in that and working through that and that is the beauty of coaching from like I said my experience and another reason why I love bringing coaches on the show so that you all can offer different insight as yes. to you know the benefits of this and what it is you sh- you shared little pieces of you in the beginning of <laughs> the episode you said like you know like I'm, I'm 26 because you know like there unfortunately there's people out there who like to feel like when well, she's 26 let me just say that when someone is placed in a position to share their story with you and to help you based on their experience in life, that's where your focus should be because there's much to learn from each other. And you you said earlier in the show, I, I'm 26, you know, I've already been through a few things, you know, I've, I'm, I'm accomplished in certain rights, but you know, I experienced cancer. Can you kind of touch base and share with the audience just certain things that you went through and overcame and that led you to be in a position where you can help other people find their purpose and and live in a place where they're completely whole. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in 2020, it was funny. While everybody was going through the pandemic, I like didn't pay attention to the pandemic at all because that's when I um, was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. And it took several hospital visits, um, couple surgeries to diagnose. Well, one of the surgeries was to diagnose, one was to put the port in. So it took a lot of steps. And then I also did six months worth of chemo. And so the whole process was uh, about a year and a half. It's funny because I learned so much through that and then I continued to go through things. So just like as a little overview of my last three years, I conquered stage four cancer, went through all of that, side effects of that. And then about halfway through my chemo, my grandmother um, had a massive brain bleed and they lived two doors down from us, my grandma and grandpa. She had a massive brain bleed and we watched her fight for 10 months. And so there were like chemo days that the day after chemo, I would take care of my siblings while my mom would go take care of my grandma up in the hospital and everything. So that was a whole new level of overcoming, like (laughs) getting over the tiredness while doing that. Um, We watched her fight for 10 months. We took care of her, bathed her everything for 10 months, and then she moved on to heaven. Um, And then last November and December, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and went through surgery for that. And like so many things that by the time my mom was diagnosed, we're all like, okay. And that's when I really realized, like I'd been a life coach for a while, but I really realized like, okay, I saw the true benefits of (laughs) life coaching and therapy and all that. But with all that, with my cancer journey, especially some of the key things I learned was like, don't be afraid to go chase your dreams. Because whenever you realize that your next day could be taken away from you and you might not have that next day, you realize that you don't have a day to waste. I think that really has propelled me in a lot of my stuff. It did take me about a full year after chemo to like get to that mindset and starting the coaching program is actually what pulled me like out of my funk because a lot of people think that like you know once you're done with chemo awesome you're done it's actually the after that's harder in my opinion because when you're in it you're in that 
fight mode you just have to then once everything quiets down you're expected to go back to your normal life and you're like well that's kind of okay huh what's normal now <laughs> and i had to find me again and find who i was in god again and through the journey of becoming a coach i got free from so much and was able to find my boldness again my confidence again which is when i started acting again so it was kind of all like tied back in because i did it when i was a teenager but i had the boldness and within like three months i had the manager from the company i used to be with personally wanted to represent me and was working with me he got me a talent agent i mean like everything was falling into place but that is that drive that propels me toward those dreams and i'm like so close to so many big things and any moment that the devil's like hey you should give up you should well, do you really think that you have that i'm like no first of all i fought in one stage four cancer so i can do anything and i was like but i don't have time to waste chasing these dreams like we're only down here for a certain amount of time and god has a plan for me and if acting is that plan which i know that it is because it's that thing that makes me happy and i just that you were talking about earlier as you're saying that i'm like oh that's that main thing that like you know i'm like nope that means that he already has it he has people for me to witness to he has people and that is what i have to stay focused on and he used the whole cancer experience to let me witness to people i took cookies and treats to the nurses like almost every week and i was up there a lot and so i just used it as a chance to show them the love of god yeah it was super fun there was one nurse one story real quick i um had so i had a 70 percent chance of losing my hair with the chemo that i had and i was very stubborn and i was like i ain't losing my hair and so i <laughs> i found my scriptures to stand on and i spoke it out every day and it thinned but i never did lose my hair and this one nurse that had told me that all throughout chemo she kept going she would walk by and she'd be like you still have your hair okay and like would walk away like she was just amazed at this fact and so it was my last chemo and um i'm sitting there and they all came out and rang the bells for me and one of the nurses was taking out my port uh, at the um ivy on my port and this one nurse stopped and looked at me all the other nurses are gone she's standing there and she goes how i don't understand one thing how did you keep your hair and i just looked at her and i said god and she goes good answer and walks away <laughs> I, was like, I was like if nothing else if all of that was just a witness to her you just have to use your experiences don't look at them as like oh my gosh why is god allowing this look at this as who can i be a witness to during this and what can i learn from it i always say people to like i write it in blogs especially when i'm writing like those blogs where i'm just like hardcore like letting people <laughs> know like hey it's gonna be all right i always say like the battle is not to break you it's to build you there's not one person that is walking on this earth that's not gonna endure that's just not how it's set up we're nope. all going to go through something but like what are you gonna do with that something are you going to and it, it boils down to choice and a lot of people don't realize that are you going to choose to be a victim of that and hold on to it and allow it to be a crutch and an excuse for you not to live a complete life or are you gonna take that and say hey I'm, I came out of this on the other side of it I learned from it I'm grateful for it I'm wiser for it and I'm going to share it with someone else to help them come out of whatever they're in so that they can be stronger for it, they can be wiser for it, and they can do the same thing. And it's like that 
catch and spread. If mm-hmm. each person continues to do that, that's when we start to affect change. It's beautiful to share these kind of stories. And I know people probably are listening like, here she goes. Here's that, <laughs> here's that tidbit again. Really, really beautiful to share these kind of stories with each other and to share them on this show for that very reason, so that you can remain encouraged and you can remain inspired and you can understand that there is something else once you come out of it like what do we see after the rain every single time the sunshine yep just go ahead and weather that storm i promise you it does not last forever i have yet to see it if any if anyone has please get in the comments when the episode drops and let me know but i have yet to see anyone come out of the storm and there not be sunshine at the end it's very important to like i said go through it and then share it so that we can become closer as people yes because the world needs that it definitely needs that people there's just as much positivity as i try to put out there i am very very much aware of the of the flip side you know so it's like i don't like the place focus there but i do like to let everybody know like i'm aware it's there but that's just not where i'm gonna choose to to put my focus and to you know ready my weapons i want everybody to see me like firing shots into the sorry firing shots towards us becoming better and there's no perfection to be found in that it's just for us to be better yeah yeah and i love that you said all that because that's actually why i wrote my first two books was to share my story and to help other people so i love that you touched on that because my first book i actually wrote during chemo and it's all about finding the goodness of God in every trial and tribulation. And so, cause I was like, if I'm gonna go through this, I'm not going to waste it and just hide it back on a little shell. I'm gonna share it and help people. Like, I'm not gonna let this experience be wasted. So, yeah. People people get so like, it's, it's almost like they're just, and again, I, I always like throw out, you know, from things that I've experienced, conversations that I've had, it's almost like people find it hard to pursue gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, just be grateful. <laughs> be grateful. <laughs> I'm telling you, once you start looking at that, and like, I haven't always been here. Like, I've been through some things. <laughs> so, you know, like, I haven't always been here. And there's days where I'm not here, you know, and I have to remind myself of why I need to get back to that place. But it's important to focus on being grateful. Yes. Be grateful for the journey, because then that's where all of the the beautiful things will start to grow from that gratitude. So like, just hold on to that, hold on to it. So you, you've written books Mm -hmm. and you're a coach and you love acting. Mm -hmm. So if you could like say in five years, where would you like to see yourself? Oh, I have thought about that. Um, I definitely totally see myself as like, you know, with the acting at award shows at, um, you know, just on movies, TV shows. I, I want that. I want to travel. So I definitely see myself as a well-known name. And the Lord has spoken to me that my name will be known. And so like, I'm holding on to that. And so five years, oh yeah, I can get so much done in that time. Um, and with the coaching, I really see it as not necessarily a business, but just a way to help people. Like, it's funny. It's one of those things that I'm not exactly sure what God's going to use that like where he's going to use that, how he's going to use it. But I would also love to see myself owning a ministry um, of some sort that isn't like an outreach program. And so I'm thinking maybe the coaching will be incorporated in that. I plan on writing more books. So have lots of books out there on the market for all y'all. But I see myself in a way better shape than I am right now. 
financially in a couple different areas, I see my life going from here to here. And I'm super excited because I can see that. And those are what you have to hold on to is have that five-year vision of where God's going to take you. So I like to ask everyone, how do you feel like selective hearing applies to you? Oh, I like that. I would say it's listening to God and not to the world is like a sentence. But to expand on it a little bit, I, yeah, as soon as you were hearing that, I gotta be honest, I like read that question in the packet and I was like, answer that but as soon as you said it it like dropped into my spirit it's not letting the world in and it's like no matter what the world tells you you're not good enough you can't do that you're too small you can't it's choosing to have selective hearing and listen to that still small voice of god inside of you instead of the bombarding voices of the world around you you are the first person to give that answer really yeah (laughs) You, you are. That's the first time anyone on this show has, has said that. And I think that's um, truly amazing. And I think that it's beautiful. Everyone has, you know, their own interpretation of it and their own answers. And everyone has, has given me, you know, really great answers and beautiful answers. But the fact that that was your answer is you're the first. And it's, it, it was very nice and beautiful to hear that. How can my audience connect with you? Would you um, share your social media if you have a website or um, if um, where, where they can purchase your books and, you know, the names of your books, if you could yeah. share that with the audience so that they can, you know, connect with you and check it out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm primarily on Instagram. Um, I do have a Facebook page for both uh, my coaching and my acting, but primarily on Instagram. Um, the coaching is uh, Sabrina Wages Life Coach, and then the acting is Sabrina Wages Actress. Um, so it's just my name and then what I do after. Um, and then I'm also on TikTok as well, and I think that's just under my name. Um, as far as my books go, oh, I do have a website. It's whenever this URL came up, I was like, that's the domain that I want. It was thesabrinawages.com. Like that, that right there. So my website and all of this is on my website. So if you go to thesabrinawages.com, my Instagram links and stuff are all there. And then my books, the first one is called Finding the Goodness of God. And then the second one is Hallelujah After the Battle. So after you go through a trial, conquering. And then the third one is Dear Daughter. And it is a 90 day devotional with love letters from God every day and a place for you to write a letter back to him. And all of those are on my website as well, the links to them, but they're also on Amazon. Just go search Sabrina Wages books and they'll come up. I also have lots of journals published on Amazon, just lined journals that you can get as well. Um, So if you search Sabrina Wages books, it'll come up with a whole bunch of them. So yeah, thesabrinawages.com will probably, that will have all of it. But if you just search my name on Instagram, I'll probably pop right up. And as always, I will have the links to all of the information that Sabrina just gave us on my website, on my social media. You can click the bio to this episode and I will have a special section, connect with Sabrina, and you can click every single link that she just listed in the bio as well. So before I wrap the show, I ask every guest to please leave the audience with a encouraging and inspiring message. I'd say maybe don't give up on your dreams. No matter what life is doing right now, no matter what it looks like, focus on your dream, not on the world around you, and know that you are worth the dream. And that was another beautiful word for the week. 
So thank you all so very much for tuning in to Selective Hearing. And until next week, this is Julie Damar.